Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert. Today, here with my very normal-sized nose co-host, Dr. Millicent Ravello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm just admiring your normal-sized nose. Why, thank you. It's a little big for my taste, but on, <laughs> on average, I guess it's normal. <laughs> well, the reason that I'm talking about big noses is because we had a patient, and this is the No Big Nose podcast, just in case anybody's wondering. They came in for a revision rhinoplasty, and they said, well, I, I, I know I need a revision. I just don't want a rib graft, because the last thing I want is a big nose. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. So, because the internet, in Do- all of its wisdom, doctor, doctor internet. Yeah, doctor Google. A, doctor Google. Mm-hmm. Doctor internet. Gosh, that guy knows not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> But yet, so much. (laughs) So much information that is just so wrong. The internet has convinced patients who are getting rib grafts that now they must have a huge nose. Mm, That's unfortunate. Which is not true. That's not the case at all. No. Just because rib cartilage is the donor site for the, the grafts that we need to do a revision rhinoplasty, it does not necessarily mean that the nose needs to be huge. Well, I think there's a misconception because people, well, they just don't, they don't know. They don't know what happens in surgery and what you're actually doing with that rib. Right. The conception is that you're, you know, carving out a piece of your rib, their rib, which you are, and then just, you know, sticking it on the nose. Stuffing it in there. <laughs> you're like, all right, looks good, right? <laughs> that is not how no, it works. that's not how it works. So, reference the You Don't Know podcast, first of all. But second of all, look at what is done in a revision rhinoplasty. The the idea is that you're going to undo the bad rhinoplasty and then build the nose and do the rhinoplasty that should make the nose look better. Right. And the graft material is incidental to that arc of progress in your aesthetic and functional aspects of your rhinoplasty. But very, very critical because you need structure in that nose. You don't need it to be a big nose, but you need it to be able to hold itself up. Correct. And just because you're using rib cartilage as the donor site doesn't mean you have to cut giant grafts. No. This is a huge, huge misconception. No. You're taking that piece of rib, and I'm sure you have plenty of videos on it, and you are carving it into very thin or thin thinnish or thickish, whatever size you need, for whatever, whatever you need. area you're putting it in, but you're carving it into the size that you need for that nose and you're using it to make support and to make structure, but you are not using the entire piece of rib in, no. in one shot. No, and that, that's a really old concept. So, so it's not totally unfounded. First of all, there are some people who use rib grafts and make huge noses, so we can't sit here so there is that. and say that doesn't happen. I mean, I have people within you know, a half mile of here, where we are right now, that when they do revision rhinoplasty, the noses turn out bigger, and they like that. That's it's what they want. It's not a yeah. problem, but this is why it always comes down to look at the before and after photographs of the operating surgeon. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. And just because it's rib doesn't mean it has to be large. No. In fact, if you look on my rib graft revision section on my website, there are some huge noses that were made with rib grafts that I then downsized 
using rib grafts. In some cases, new rib grafts because I couldn't use the grafts that were in there. They were just not right for the job that needed to be done. So this concept has to get demolished. Somehow, we have to have patients not think when they hear the term rib graft that they have to have a giant nose. No, because that's just not the case. The nose that they're going to have is going to be the nose that they see on the website, that they see in the befores and afters. And how you get there doesn't really matter because that's what the outcome is going to be and that's what it's about. But for these tricky revision cases, you need rib and there's no way around that. You can't really do it with any other graft substitute. I mean, you can but you're not going to get the results that you're looking for. You you can. And this is so the way that I got to I'm going to use rib cartilage for the bulk of my revision rhinoplasties. And I don't use it for all. There are some that I'll do some ear cartilage. It depends what needs to happen, but when we're talking about structure and fighting scar tissue, it's rib graft or cadaver rib. Period. You know, an allograft is fine. It works. It, I, it, it's a little bit different than using your own rib cartilage. So I prefer your own autogenous from the patient rib cartilage as opposed to something off the shelf from somebody who gave it the office basically. Yeah. Um, but the, the way that I got there is I used to think I was doing my patients a favor. They'd be like, Oh, do you have to use rib? No, I could, I could probably use your cartilage. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy. Thank you. You're going to use your cartilage. And then I would do the, the case with the ear cartilage. And a year later they'd be like, you know, this really didn't work. I'm like, huh, yeah. I should have used ribs, shouldn't I? Yeah, I think you got to go back. So then I'd go back. And because of my revision policy, who's doing a rib graft on their dime? Right here. <laughs> Patient pays the OR and the anesthesia. I don't get paid anything. I do the rib graft. So after a few of those, I kind of said, you know what? I'm just going to do it with the rib. I'm just going to do it with the rib graft because <laughs> I'm tired of fixing these ear cartilage fall apart and you know that that's the thing is it's like it just depends on the result were the results terrible no but you know they're not what i envisioned and it's not what my patient envisioned and uh you know i just posted yesterday on instagram a a two-year result on a rib rib graft uh for a a patient that you know and and somebody criticized oh you put on table results they don't mean anything and and i disagree and that's why i posted it because i showed my here's my before here's my immediate on table after Here's the two year after because the patient was back for some airway stuff and we were doing little revision stuff um, two years later. So, but the nose looks great and it looks like the on table result. So, so <laughs> no, you know, I think the on table results count. Oh, they for sure count. That's- I think they do, but I'm telling you, like, I get hammered at, at these meetings. Oh, there's on table results. I mean, that's just good for Instagram. That's about it. And I'm like, no, that's not true. You know, maybe it is with your patients. Maybe your on-table results don't look like they look in two years, but mine do because I put a ton of structure in there. And they hold up. Yeah. So they last. And that's the whole point. That's literally the whole point of rib is that it gives you structure. It gives you support that lasts, that withstands the stress of time and scarring and warping. Yeah. And you don't, you know, you don't have to have a huge nose. You can cut the graphs small. You can cut them thin. Mm -hmm. You can put them in the right place. You can do all the things that you need to do to make a great-looking nose without it being huge. That is correct. Yes. Should you want a huge nose... 
We can do it's that too. It's great to have a rib graft because then you got lots of material and you can make it huge. But you don't have to necessarily have a huge nose because you're using rib. That is correct. I think we have made that point. Have we made that point? Maybe we should say it one more no, time. No, no, I'm good. I, I think we got it. But I, I just, I, I don't know how to change the internet though because these patients are like, traumatized when they come in and to talk to us i don't know and it's a 45 minute conversation that's like no no no, no. wait you're just missing the point <laughs> you know because you can use your cartilage you can use septal cartilage you can use cadaver rib you can use the patient's own rib those are your cartilage choices but you can make the nose look any way you want but making it stay that way yeah that's why you need the rib that's why you need the rib so there you have it all right, sports fans. I think that's uh, that's all we got on the. Uh, you don't need to have a big nose, no big nose podcast. I think we got it. Thanks. Message well, then, received. Then this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, coming to you from the nine zero two one zero. If you like what you heard on the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast and want to get in touch with either Doctor Ravello or myself. This is how to do it. You can reach me at the website, ravelloplasticsurgery.com. You can reach out to the office directly through the website with any questions or consult requests, or you can call the office directly at 310-954-1355. And you can reach me on Instagram at ravelloplasticsurgery. And to reach me, the phone number is 310-777-8800. My website is drcalvert.com, drcalvert.com. Instagram, Dr. J. Calvert. And of course, you may want to check out our YouTube channel for the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast, which is simply that, Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. Hope to see you all in the office very soon.